Sweeties. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is Charlie from the Lesbian Podcast. <laughs> and I'm Jay Church. And we have our guest host in, uh, we have Allie back in the studio. Welcome, welcome. Hello, thank you. Good to be here, good to be here. <laughs> so, um, Jay Church and I just got back from a cruise and that was our greeting every morning. From the cruise director, Simon. <laughs> Who was Australian? Yeah. Okay. What would he say? Hello, sweeties. Because <laughs> it was the sweet cruise. Anyways, I don't know what accent so that clever. was. It was like Irish or Scottish. Or, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Anyways, um, welcome back, Ali. Uh, we have a great show today for you guys. We have CUNY's Rainbow Rumors, and we also have an interview with Danny Campbell from a shot at love so some juicy new gossip yeah you're gonna want to stay tuned for that um but let's get into q news q news queer news you can use okay so starting uh q news off with some don't ask don't tell info i know we've been talking a lot about obama and his promises it looks like maybe they're actually starting to come into action so according to lesgetreal.com uh, there may finally be a plan on the table to get rid of uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Next year's defense appropriation bill will include language which will repeal the law known as Don't Ask, Don't Tell. The tactic is similar to that used to enact the Matthew Shepard law, which I think we talked about on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it entails placing the legislation as an amendment to a bill being considered. Should this work, the repeal will go into effect on October 1st of 2010. Hmm. So, um... You know, while Obama's been critical of DADT, uh, he asked and has asked for it to be repealed. He hasn't really done a lot to actually make that happen. Right. Just kind of talk up until now. So um, Barney Frank, who I think is the only openly gay congressman, I think he's Massachusetts congressman. Is that right? Anybody know? Anybody? All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> Barney Frank. I have cruise brain right now. <laughs> yes, brain you do. on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, According to Barney Frank, the president does support ending the ban on gays and lesbians serving the United States military. And uh, Let's Get Real goes on to note that several countries actually allow gays and lesbians to serve openly uh, now, including several which have been working actively with the United States military in the uh, Iraqi and Afghanistan wars. So hopefully we'll follow their lead and be a little more progressive. So does it say anything about what the ramifications or consequences would be about... Like, if people were to discriminate against people serving openly in the military? Well, I think, I mean, I think Don't Ask, Don't Tell is just to say that you don't have to um, hide the fact that you're gay. Because right, right now, when you're in, you know, like, you can serve. You don't talk You just about can't, it. you can't exactly. engage. You can be homosexual, I think is how they used to put it. You just can't engage in homosexual activity. Right, or talk about it. Yeah. But I was just curious as to if they had done anything progressively, you know, to go even a step further and protect those that are serving openly. Well, I mean, I think if you were attacked, you would still be like, if you were attacked, you would be charged just in theory, you know, just like anyone else who would be attacked. I don't think they have like a hate crimes legislation for the military, right. if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah, kind of. Oh, no, I, I think, think that's a seems, whole other thing. Seems like maybe there could it. be a backlash to the whole thing. You never know, you know? I don't know. There seems to be a lot of support right now. Um from upper levels of the military. I think even like the army's general, uh, I don't know what you call it. Um, what's the highest person in the army called? 
The general. G.I. Joe. It's a general, yeah, but like there's a joint chief of staff and there's Sorry. the G.I. Joe. <laughs> I don't know. He came out in support of it and I was kind of surprised by that. So I feel like the tides are definitely turning from within. It's just that uh, yeah. politicians are dragging their feet. Right. Um, I but I, I always loved the, uh, the don't ask, don't tell like line. You know, you can be homosexual and serve in the military. <laughs> you just can't engage in homosexual activity. It's like telling a fish they can join, but they can't swim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. how does that even work? Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so you our can be heterosexual, but yeah. don't engage in heterosexual behavior. Right. Exactly. We'll have none of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hate crimes, next up, hate crimes against LGBT Americans rose last year. And um, this is saying that in 2008, leading up to the Prop 8 ballot fight, um, Crimes, hate crimes in California against gays and lesbians rose significantly. Um, let's see here. It, it, it rose actually by 28% and accounted for almost a third of all the crimes. And um, they were saying that hate crimes against LGBT Americans have more to do with the push for marriage equality rather than economics. When it comes to civil rights pushes, there tends to be a pushback irregardless of economic situation. So maybe that's what you were talking about with mm-hmm. the military. Yeah, and that whole backlash thing. Anytime yeah. that there's like a movement... There always tends to be, you know, riots or whatever that follow crimes against those people of that minority. Um, and back to this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, oftentimes those perpetrating hate crimes often seek to punish the minority trying to gain equality. This is usually meant to make sure that the group caves in on its demands regarding equality and silently sinks back into the shadows. And um, this is kind of my whole thing with, you know, whether you want to be married or not, that, you know, gay marriage affects pretty much every other aspect of your life you know you should still have the ability to get married because it kind of if other people view you as a second class citizen then it makes it more okay to do things if they view you as less than human right you know yeah so hopefully uh that goes through and i have a lot of faith it's going to go through at the federal level because we really like judge walker Mm -hmm. but you know we'll see how far that goes and that's all i have for q news this week so now under rainbow rumors Rainbow Rumors! So Newsweek had this article talking about how there are a bunch of shows like House and um, True Blood and Glee and how they perpetuate certain gay stereotypes. Um, So like for instance on House there's a bisexual doctor, her name is Thirteen. And there was a phase where she kind of went through uh, self-destructive behavior because she found out that she had a certain disease and she was just basically like going out and partying every night and like hooking up with random women and whatnot. And then um, True Blood, the queen vampire is, or I guess she was, you know, I mean, she's a vampire. Don't they kind of just like... They do whatever they want. They kind of just do whatever (laughs) they want. They're sexual, right? So, um, but she is into women. Um, and then what was the third one I was talking about? Uh, Glee. Glee. And there's also a gay character on there. Um, he's and kind it, of my favorite. Yeah, he's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, he's kind of amazing. He did. And he has an amazing Beyonce, voice. Yeah. yeah. He did the Beyonce song. And um, then kicked a field goal. Kicked a field goal. Kicked a field goal. Yeah, yeah can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> he can be on the it's football true, true. team while being fabulous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> but I just thought it was funny that, you know, they want basically uh, shows to tone down the gayness 
um, per se, because it's like, well, stereotypes are there for a reason. I mean, there is truth to it. And it's like, you know, there, what, how I interpret it is, you know, like, can you say there's heterosexual stereotypes on TV? Yeah, you see a mom and a dad and a kid and whatever. And like, that is typical family life. And, or like the white trash stereotype on Roseanne, like it was popular because so many people can relate. And I feel like it's really important um, for us to have, you know, whether they are stereotypes or not um, on these shows because there's so many, you know, teens that haven't come out yet and they want something to relate to or whatnot and it's just and on top of that it's entertaining too you know well in a lot of ways it's a stereotype and it's not a stereotype i mean there's not a lot of gay kids that join choir and the football team <laughs> yeah so i mean they are crossing some boundaries there I guess. like in our school all of the all of the boys that were afraid to be labeled gay that wanted to be in the show choir made sure they went out for the football <laughs> team yeah. and that kind of backs up what you were just saying about there there are straight stereotypes too i mean even in the tv show glee the whole football team are all these burly guys yeah. you know what i mean who are the bullies of the school Seven's rocks yeah yeah totally but that was all i had to say for today i'll get off my soapbox so we can talk more about the cruise yeah so what about the cruise it was amazingness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was our first cruise, so um, ever like yeah, neither of you have been on a cruise. Yeah, it was the first time I was on a cruise. It was the first time I was in Mexico, the first time I was in the Caribbean, the first time I was in New Orleans. Wow! So it was it a lot was of first time. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was expecting to not like cruising because mm -hmm. I was like, you know, you've only got like eight hours a day. I'm not even want to leave the boat because I'm gonna be afraid I'm gonna miss the time to get back on and be stuck in the jungle or something. <laughs> Yeah. And it totally wasn't like that at all. Well, I don't like set schedules because I went on a tour in China with my mm -hmm. family, you know, back in college. And it was just like, you're on someone else's time schedule. You're going to the same kind of restaurants, eating the same kind of food. We only spent like a certain amount of time in, at the Great Wall. And it, I, you know, I thought it would be like this on the cruise, but it's very different. Like I was talking about with you earlier that it's called freestyle cruising. It's uh, it was with Norwegian Spirits, um, and it's not like the old way they used to do it, where they have like a set table and you you eat with the same people every night, and like you have to dress up and whatever. It was a lot more casual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can come and go on the ship as we please. We didn't have to get off the ship. You know, some people stayed on. Um, I was deathly afraid of being seasick the entire time. Which you and, were. Uh, <laughs> oh no, did hurricane, you get seasick? Yeah, thanks to oh Hurricane no. Ida. Um, <laughs> Only lesbians drive through a hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> so basically we flew in the first, um, we flew in Saturday, we got there in time to like have dinner and meet up with all the other people that were getting on the cruise on Sunday. We just kind of partied it up at Ruby Fruits in New Orleans and um, that was really fun. It was like the lesbian bar over there. Um, and then we were supposed to actually get on the ship early, but um, it was just like, there's just, it was, just, it was mayhem. The, we were going to leave the port early because we're trying to run away from the, the hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. And he, the, the. So uh, he was flooring it. That's yeah, why we were. He was driving uh, so fast that the boat was rocking back and forth. Yeah. And 
like drawers would be opening <laughs> and closing crazy. throughout the night. Um, I I just felt deathly ill. Like so I was what like, countries? I felt like I was on an extended roller coaster ride, which is fantastic for me. But. Yeah, <laughs> Jay Church wasn't affected at all. But I in the morning was like literally crying to oh, her. No. Like, did you I not bring get any off this drama ship? Like, well, I'm drunk I bought, and I haven't even been drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I I I bought acupuncture <laughs> bracelets that you can buy at Walgreens, oh, right. and I bought ginger gum and like the ship provided Dramamine and like another mm-hmm. type of motion sickness pill and they were saying like if you eat green apples that's supposed to help with your nausea mm-hmm. which actually kind of worked but it was just it was so bad that even people that work on the ship that always work on ships that they were never sick get too. seasick wow. got sick so this was day one mind this you this wasn't the whole day trip. one this is how this we just day picked one. off the cruise but then the thing is the stories about this just got bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger it was like you know we hit 19 foot waves and like the ship <laughs> capsized and before you knew it the people were just capsized. like no no it, it didn't really but like the story just kept growing wow. and growing i feel like jay church and charlie a lot of your adventures are kind of like that they start off like really rocky <laughs> this but then you come back with like these tremendous stories and how drunk how they much were fun at the you time <laughs> and what so, you what, tell me more about what countries did you guys go to so we started in costa maya mm-hmm. And let's see, we went snorkeling there. But they, the suite, the whole thing about suite is their volunteerism. So in each stop, they do these excursions. And um, what I really like about that is, a, you know, you get a, you get to get in and see like the people and how they live. So you can get out of like the the tourist zone. Yeah. You know, if you really want to, which isn't. I usually don't like to hang out in tourist zones. Right. And then you know you feel good about helping people and you know stuff like that. The other part that I really like about it is that these were a lot of well a lot of these areas are areas that are either close to places that aren't very fond of the gays mm-hmm. or um, that country themselves might not be like we were kind of concerned about going into Belize because mm-hmm. of some media coverage that um, Sweet had gotten uh, basically where they they like talked about sweet and then at the end of the story like rewrote the indecency act you know yeah and then below it put an advertisement like affection will not be tolerated blah blah blah. oh wow and then below that they put an advertisement for who to call for child abuse oh wow so you know (laughs) take that as you will but um, welcome to belize though (laughs) yeah but you know um it's really hard to hate someone who's helping you. Exactly. And so, you know, we went in there and they built a story time corner where they, I mean, that's just hundreds of books. People donated so many books. And these kids were like overjoyed, like getting these books out and like putting them in their new library. And we painted the library. Uh-huh. And the First Lady of Belize showed up because it was her charity that we were helping out with. And I think in Belize they also painted um, a pediatric ward. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like um, a new way to protest or to activate you know exactly and to give these people a chance to interact with populations that they would otherwise make right a total effort to completely disengage from you know try to break down their intolerance yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so um i think there was a press conference the next day that we attended and shannon um wentworth who's who has been on the show um we interviewed her and she's the co-founder and then Jen Rainin, um, they talked about it and they showed pictures and everything and I I was crying because I was Aww. just like she's so, a sensitive soul I'm totally <laughs> sensitive but like I was just really touched like I didn't actually get to go on the volunteer because um, Oh, which one was it? It was the one where they painted the children children's the hospital one. Yeah. ward, and I wanted to go on that, they but were they full. didn't. They were full, 
but um, I was invited to go on as press, but I chose not to mm-hmm. um, just because I like I I'd rather paint do than something. just like right. watch other people paint and you know yeah but I did I just got really touched and I was just like Aww. wow like we are doing something to change people's perspectives because I mean so let great. I mean not only do they not to get to see like gay culture or gay lifestyle but like these are people that are coming in from another country and like helping, helping them. you you're yeah. kind of like and an ambassador yeah, exactly. we're totally ambassadors of Goodwill, and it, it was it was an awesome experience. And next time, like if we get another chance to you know do anything with Sweet, I think um, they're they're having another cruise in March. But they they also or have, April like, it goes to Belize again. Yeah, because um, they're planning to go just back to these going countries. to Belize, and they're spending like a certain amount of time yeah. there. But you know, I would want to do the volunteer like every day. It was just we like, a have, really was good there experience. one every day. A volunteer. Yeah. Um, yeah. In different Sometimes two ports. you could choose from. Okay. So we, we went to Rot- Rotan, Honduras. Yeah. We went to Costa Maya the first day, Mexico. We went to Cozumel. Um, we went to... But we created our own volunteerism yes, in, in we Honduras. We, we got off the boat for a couple hours and, you know, all the kids come up to you and like kind of... They weren't as... Um, Aggressive. They weren't as aggressive as in some countries I've been to. They just kind of walk next to you and like you know you know that they want money, but they're not right. really like all up on you. So they're I was like, so polite. They're so polite. Aww. They're and like, they're how so well are you enjoying your stay here? Um, you know, Maybe and they their- they weren't asking for money, and we just started giving them quarters, and then we're like, oh, where's a good place to eat? And then we just kind of invited like six kids to go eat, and we bought them hamburgers and like French Sundays. fries <laughs> and like. They were so happy and like running around on a sugar high and then And aw. then one of the kids broke his flip flop and so one of the people in our group was like, Oh yeah, we'll totally get you new shoes and I was like, Well you can't get one Just kid buy new one. shoes. Because right. yeah. all of a sudden all these other flip flops start breaking. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, It's okay, you don't have to break your flip flops, we'll get you all shoes. You can yeah. just have two pair, you know? No worries. So we I mean it's like thirty dollars in Honduras for six pairs of shoes. It's like yeah. a drop in a bucket, you know, yeah. for us. Well, for some of us. Yeah. But um, So were these kids like were they orphans or did they I don't have think they were orphans? Or? I think they were not in school because of the like coup. what was going on yeah. in the country. So uh, they have um, that big uprising in Honduras, you know, the civil where right. like the president was ousted and all that. So school's but, out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think everyone took away from the cruise a different experience because I, I mean, there were times when I would hear people like um, say, "Oh, you know, I totally got." harassed by beggars and blah blah but i think we made it into a positive experience Mm -hmm. and for the most part like people really enjoyed it i remember even like after we bought the kids food and um shoes we went back on the ship and this lady was coming out with sandwiches and she's like oh these kids were she's talking Uh to the official like oh these kids were asking me for food and i just want to bring them some sandwiches and of course like for liability reasons we can't just give them regular food that's not like pre-packaged or whatever but um you know i think for the most part people came away with a really positive experience and you know whether or not you felt like oh you guys were stupid like they totally uh you know um tricked you guys into buying them shoes like you know what i felt awesome that day like i felt great that like what 50 bucks bought them lunch and ice cream and and it was totally fun those little kids were hilarious they they (laughs) followed us around they were like holding my hand and like put their arms around (laughs) yeah one girl 
Erica like picked a flower for me and like gave it to me and I put it in her hair and they're just like so polite and sweet and it was just a really good experience for me. And I thought it was interesting too because like I mean not everybody has to volunteer you know that's absolutely up to you and there's definitely some killer parties you know club skirts um, is on there throwing parties there's go-go dancers there's what t-shirt contest I mean there's something for everybody. Lots of pictures we will post. Yeah we're gonna be posting pictures for sure but um, I I heard some people talking about how it was almost like this guilt complex where you'd be like oh did you volunteer? volunteer and they'd be like no and they'd kind of put their hands down like you know like they were like they felt guilty that they didn't and I'm just like it sounds like there wasn't a loss of volunteers though well there wasn't a loss of volunteers for one and for two just by going on the ship you're you're making it possible for the right. people who want to volunteer to volunteer right, so exactly. even without doing anything you're still doing something still even if right. you go and drink your brains out for like a week <laughs> you can still go home feeling good about that you know <laughs> and that's the beauty of sweet yeah <laughs> That and like we cool. said earlier, um, they planted enough trees to suck up all the carbon from... And I didn't know this. I thought it was just from the emissions from the ship. But Shannon was saying um, also from, like, the airplane fuel, from, oh, like, wow. uh, traveling there. Wow. And, you know, like, they basically calculated, like, how much carbon would we emit. So it was, like, you know, guilt-free That's so cruising. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really and concept. we should also mention that there were tons of lesbians, quote unquote, on board. Yeah. You know, we Suzanne Westenhofer was there, the girls from Cherry Bomb we talked with. Um, so we're going to have a lot of interviews with them coming up. But today, we have a very special interview with Danny Campbell, who's going to touch on a bit of drama that happened while we were away with Tila Tequila. Ooh, I'm really excited <laughs> yeah. to hear about that drama. So let's get into that. This is Charlie from the Lesbian Podcast, and we have with us Danny Campbell from A Shot at Love. Um, what's been going on with you since A Shot at Love has ended? Um, I've just been uh, traveling a lot and meeting lesbians across the United States <laughs> and, um, you know, working on the uh, clothing line, which has actually turned into more of like a T-shirt thing. And I have like a sweatshirt. It's pinkboybluegirl.com. Um, it's way too much money to even right now, you know, for me, a firefighter salary to do, uh, like a full entire clothing line. I had no idea. And I give props to anyone who does it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough business. Um, I've just been, you know, working and traveling. It's been a lot of fun. So any plans on going back to the firehouse or are you just going to go with the clothing line? Um, I think there was a a rumor going around that I actually quit the firehouse. I didn't. I've always been at the firehouse for, for the past five years. So um, I'm still there. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you have any plans on being on TV anytime soon or just like anything in the media besides like, you know, showing up for a lesbian cruise or things like that? Um, I'm actually filming a few things on here on the cruise. Um, I, I jump at any opportunity to do anything with the t you know, with on TV. Um, you know, I did some some theater in college and stuff. So I mean, I wasn't on the show to become an actress, but it's fun. You know what I mean? So if I can do it on the side and and you know just actually have fun doing it and not it be like a career choice and something I'm chasing and surviving off of. Um, then you know I'm gonna continue to do that. So filming a few things here, a pilot and something for we have to stop now with my uh, funny and uh, my one of my funny friends Suzanne Westenhofer. She's great, and so I'm just having fun with it. Cole, you are definitely my favorite character on A Shot at Love. Um, we also heard a uh, that. 
Tila Tequila actually twittered on her account that she's still in love with you. Um, we all know how the show ended. Um, what are your feelings on that? And have you guys talked since the show ended? This is actually the interview before this one, the first time I've ever heard that. I'm not a big Twitter person, nor am I on Facebook too much. Um, like my MySpace is like my biggest thing. Um, so it's cool. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm really shocked by it, just hearing it. And I, the only reason I have difficulty believing it is because I haven't heard from her in two years. You know what I mean? Not even in, uh, hey, what's up? Or after the show, maybe she could have called and been like, you know, you were really cool. But there was like absolutely nothing. It was totally like, boom, you're dropped. And sorry, you're crying. I love you. Toodles. And it's like, all right, so now two years, know. yeah, two years later, you're, um, what is it, twitting, twittering? <laughs> Damn it, I gotta get this stuff down. <laughs> Tweeting that you're in love. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Do you, th well, here's two questions. Do you think there, there were real feelings there during the show? And would you ever date her again if you guys started talking? Um, if she's honestly, w w with what I've w read on the tweets, um, struggling if she was actually struggling with being uh, gay bisexual straight and all that jumbo mumbo jumbo um, I've actually known friends who struggle like that and they do make bad mistakes and they do you know uh, deny it for a long time and they you know just it's and she's in the show business world so we all know that they can't come out really and be who they are sometimes um, it, you know maybe that's it and maybe she's actually realizing how cool I am I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> or how cool I think I am <clears throat> excuse me so I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe you know she was a little confused she got wrapped up and maybe she's you know getting a little bit older you know and just realizing it's not worth it life is so short and just you need to be who you are and be happy cool and <clears throat> Rumor is it that, uh, well, a lot of people have seen you walking around with Brianna Stockton. Anything going on there? Oh, the rumor mill. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, actually, I uh, met her a few years back at the Dinah, and, um, you know, we briefly talked, and sometimes, you know, when, when I became a reality star, if you will, a lesbian, it, uh, people can be very um, sometimes scary you know they're like daddy like they run up to me and they're crazy and sometimes it's nice you know I always wondered you know it's nice when she's kind of she's on TV she's dated Jackie Warner she's she's got her um, her uh, she's a you know workout fitness guru and um, it's nice to chat with someone who doesn't always treat you like a star because I don't feel that way at the end of the day and um, so we've just kind of buddied up and and uh, we get each other, and I think she's an awesome person. She's a beautiful heart, and we're friends. Nothing, nothing else. Okay, last question. I noticed that you're blonde now. When did this happen, and are we going to see a different look after this, or are we going to stay blonde? Thank God my look always changes, <laughs> because I know when I look in pictures, at least you know from the years of my history, uh, I look like a nerd. So I'm sure I look like a nerd now in another year. So I hope I change it. But it's been about a year with the with the platinum look, and um, it's uh, it's you know it's just something different. I I'm pretty 
square when it comes to looks because I'm a Virgo, so everything has to be perfect and and you know the hair has to be this way, not that way. So uh, <laughs> uh, we have another Virgo in the room. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I hope to change and I'm sure I will. I can't keep frying my hair like this. Cole, thank you so much. And Danny was referring to Jay Church, our other Virgo, <laughs> who's always in the mirror fixing the hair. But anyways, thank you so much, Danny. It was nice to meet you and talk with you. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, it's interesting hearing from Danny. It's been a while since she was on a, a shot at love. So it's good to catch back up with her. Juicy stuff. Juicy, juicy stuff for sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as always, uh, thanks for listening and supporting TLP. Um, we are looking for some people who might be interested in helping us. We'd like to find some writers for content and maybe some videographers um, if you're interested in helping. You don't necessarily have to be in the San Francisco Bay Area. So if you're interested, just contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing and we'll see if we can work something out with you. And you'll want to check out our site, uh, thelesbianpodcast.com, because we're going to have tons of pictures coming up from the sweet party. I mean, seriously, tons. We took ridiculous amounts of pictures. And, um, you know, if you have any questions for Charlie, she's always happy to answer your love and relationship advice questions. And I think that's it for episode 30 of The Lesbian Podcast. Stay sexy, San Francisco. Was it good for you?